This episode is brought to you by Tinder. Take control of your 2024 love life with Tinder. It's easy. It's fun. It's the place for possibilities. On Tinder, you can find someone who totally gets you in your feels. Someone just to vibe with. Take it fast. Take it slow. It's totally up to you. So grab your phone, tap that download button, and make this year epic. Explore all of the possibilities for yourself. Tinder. It starts with a swipe. Download Tinder today. Auto insurance can all seem the same until it comes time to use it. So don't get stuck paying more for less coverage. Switch to USA Auto Insurance and you could start saving money in no time. Get a quote today. Restrictions apply. Hi, it's me, stand-up comedian and ghost detective Kadi Asad. I'm here with my good friend, James Hilmer. Hello. We interview comedians and entertainers about a time they were ghosted and try to figure out maybe why that happened. It's funny, touching, and gosh darn it, they're all good stories. So tune in. Kadi Asad, Ghost Detective, available wherever you listen to podcasts. It's Unstable Tuppy. Sarah and Maggie. Please hold for an important message. Hey, you freak Sarah Adams. I can't get to my phone right now, so just leave me a quick message and I'll give you a call back as soon as I can. Thanks. Sarah, it's Maggie. Uh, you know it's a fake holiday. It's Valentine's Day, but you know it's a real holiday. It's February 16th at 9.30 p.m. for Unstable Topics, the millennial show featuring stand-up comedian Lauren Davis and also you and me. And lots of facts, and lots of fun at the Comedy Arena. Tickets available at thecomedyarena.com, February 16th, 9.30 p.m., Unstable Topics, the millennial show. And that's the real holiday. Bye. End of message. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hey, bestie. Hey, bestie. I come to you with something that's unstable and very sad. Oh, oh no. Um, as you know, for Christmas, we got our children a fish oh. tank. And yes. um, I've been very invested in these fish. And I love them all. I'm going to tear up. I tried to give them the best home. And... Part of that was I tried to replace the water so they would have the best best possible water. And um, by replacing the water, I did not do a good job. And all of, all of the fish have passed away. I'm so sorry for your loss. I know. We still have William the snail, um, who's doing a great job. He's hanging in there, cleaning up the sides where his friends used to be. But it was, it was, really, it was really sad. And more sad was that my kids were like, are somewhat unaffected by death, you know? Well, well, to be fair, to give them some, a little bit of grace, you've had the fish for three weeks. That's not enough time to form a fish bond. I feel like fish yeah. bonds take longer. I was bonded. I was so bonded with these well, fish. you're more mature. You're more emotionally evolved. 
I would check. I would like anytime I'd walk into this living room, walk up to the fish tank just to say good morning, to say how are we doing, to find them all, <laughs> count them. <laughs> because, you know, honestly, Maggie, if you weren't, it would have been a long time before you realized those fish were dead. <laughs> Whatever. But I wasn't doing it with like the morbid intention. But they were just like, oh, no. Like they did like the, oh, no, the fish is dead. And then they'd be like, well, guess it was old. <laughs> and then they just go on. <laughs> Which in one way I'm like, it's kind of unstable of me because I'm not like correcting them. I'm not like, no, it's it's me. I I changed the water and I think I messed with wow. the pH balance. I'm like, yeah, gosh, those really old fish, super old, dead, died of old age. What a wonderful life they had in this tank. Well, maybe we should have some like CSI dun, dun, or law and order happening because I feel like you should be charged with fish what is slaughter. It, man, fish ma- slaughter. Manslaughter, fish slaughter. Fishmonger. Unintentional. What is un- unintentionally? Because you weren't intending to kill the fish. No. Like, I was intending lawyer, I was intending to give them a better life. Yeah, and argue lawyer, I would stand up in front of MJ, the judge, obviously. Arthur would be the bailiff. And Robbie uh, no wait, I'm gonna change it. Robbie would be the bailiff because no one's gonna mess up. No. Like he's, he will take you down. And Arthur Arthur's the court reporter. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And yeah. I would approach these children and I would say, members of this courtroom, my client, your mom, had the only best of attention mm-hmm. for you and these fish. Not only did she care for them, but no one else would. Mm-hmm. She would talk to them days in and day out. <laughs> in fact, her actions of love made her want to give them the best environment possible. Mm-hmm. Was she a fish, fish expert? No. But no, she didn't claim to be. She was an expert in love. That's it. That's it. And also, I, I would be like, and also say the thing about how, like, we don't know what, we never had them health checked or health screened. So well, they could I have had actually, pre-existing conditions. Sure, and so, like, sure. this could have honestly not been at all my fault. This could have been something with them totally. Like, it was their their bodies giving so out, you, you know. want to put doubt. But then also, Maggie, as your lawyer, I would advise you that – that might also put more neglect on your end because wouldn't you want to check up on the fish you were getting, making sure that if they did have ailments, you could provide for them, you know? Right, right. Because I would, and I would say like as a first time fish buyer, honestly, we should be countersuing PetSmart. That's not a bad idea. Let's divert the attention. <laughs> let's, let's create some let's chaos with some countersuits. Bring in a th- third party that could be, right you know like what are we even arguing about what's the story what are we don't, willing on confuse yeah. the jury really build up don't in the press right be deflect mad, deflect be mad at this corporation making billions of dollars off fish right what if they're creating fake bad fish right i mean there's really this could this could honestly be a profitable thing i'm i'm curious about retaining you as counsel for it might topple the petco industry that's you know? true you know what might also topple <laughs> My memory of the situations. You know what I mean? Sure. When you call witnesses, the brain is a funny a funny place. Which brings me to our brain theme episode. <laughs> it's all about brains. <laughs> you excited? You know what? Uh, my mind is exploding with all the thoughts of what could be happening, what could be coming next. Yes. Yes, brains are like that. 
brains are an exciting sciencey topic. So that's why I picked it because it was like, you know, there's all these science podcasts and what's better to compete with it than us, people who, <laughs> who Google interesting facts and, and then have lots of questions about them after we say them out loud. So if you, for all those keeping score, we've done a shark uh-huh. theme. We've had fruit. Yep. Don't forget Edgar Allan Poe. It's a great one. And now we're coming at you with brains. Brains. 2024 is about making your brain smarter. So here we go. Are you ready for Let's your fact? I'm ready. While we might not think we have enough capacity in our noggin to remember certain things, research suggests that the brain's storage space is virtually unlimited. The human brain is made of roughly 86 billion neurons, which can connect to other neurons, which can create over one quadrillion, which is 1,000 trillion connections. I'm not accepting this as truth. (laughs) I'm not. I immediately, you said that your brain only has a capacity. Like, yes, I'm not going to accept this science because my brain obviously doesn't work that way because I cannot remember when I walk into a room sometimes. Like, but I can remember every mistake. (laughs) See? (laughs) But then... I, you you like you have your to do list in your head. You're like I'm going to go well, pick up these things, bring them to the room, and then I'm going to grab this thing and do this thing with it. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Tell it's, me that brain. Yeah, I don't think it's gone. I think it's just connected somewhere that you're not connecting to, but it still oh, exists. So it's it's kind fault? of like it's my fault. No, 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 it's, no. It's like in a. Me. It's in like think about this. It's like you walk into your brain and there's. I'm not going to remember where I'm going because I forgot already. Like, I just walk in with attention and now I don't remember what I'm doing there. There's one quadrillion drawers, okay? Yeah. There's so many drawers. There's a thousand trillion drawers. And you just have to find the map, which you put in one of those drawers. And that will tell you. (laughs) That's all you got to do is just find find the map. And then you're like, oh, yeah. Okay, now that I got this, of course, I came into this room for this. But you got to find that first. You know, it's like you got to organize it all. Hours later, I forget to get my children from school because I'm going through all these drawers trying to find a map for something that I don't need to know anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's inefficient use of my time. I tell you that much, brain. Yeah. You're right. It should be easily. It should be more like there should be a search function in the brain. You know, where you type in like map to unlock all my note, all the things I know. And then you find that. Black Mirror episode, actually. (gasps) I feel like in one of the earlier seasons of Black Mirror, it was all about putting chips in your brain and stuff like that. And like little personal assistants that lived inside your brain. Oh my gosh, to go through all the drawers. Yeah, but then the personal assistant essentially becomes you a thing with conscience. Mm. And so to kill off your personal assistant or to deactivate it, you're killing off something with a conscience now. Oh, dang. Yeah, it got real deep. Ooh, that that might be that might be deeper than than um than its brain episodes than than, than my reaction <laughs> question at least <laughs> are you ready to react yeah let's react okay sarah what is something that your brain refuses to remember so for example me forgetting that you don't like smoothies something that i just like my brain refuses to stop me from asking you about smoothies my brain oh. refuses to refuses to refuses to acknowledge that fact. Names. I know it's not specific enough, but it will refu- I will look at a person and ask for their name because names are important, right? They make people feel seen and heard. And my brain will take that information and as my personal assistant inside my brain goes to walk it into the drawer so I remember, it gets distracted. 
maybe there's another person trying to put something else in the door. And she was like, oh, well, we, did you see the latest episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? And they're like, yeah, that's my responsibility is to file all these things away so you can remember it. And during that interaction, like maybe she was chewing gum. And so she puts the gum in the piece of paper. So that name now no longer exists in my mind. But you know what else exists in my mind? Is anxiety. About that name. About About the name. name. Yeah. And then it goes down to a point like, oh, now we're friends. Yes. And now I can't ask you your name. And then you go to like find them on social or something. And then their username is like uh, raccoon face or something. Or their username's like, your username's like trash panda or something. And you're like, well, that doesn't help me because I know your name is not trash and I know your name is not panda. Yeah. That's what my brain chooses always to forget what about you what is your brain choosing to forget yeah the smoothie thing the oh. smoothie yeah i see i forgot step right up it's time to play friend enemy block yes. who of these three celebrities provided will sarah or maggie pick to be their friend to be their enemy and to block from all contact for the rest of their lives Let's find out on Friend Enemy Block. Well, Maggie, with award season upon us, it got me thinking about how we receive our content. So I'm wondering, out of these three streaming services, which one would be your friend? Which one is your enemy? And which one would you block for all time? Netflix, Hulu, Amazon? Great question. Great question. This is easy for me. My Wow. Wow. Yeah. Easy, easy peasy. Um, my friend is Hulu. Hulu is wow. where Well, Hulu is where we get our cable. It has so it's where I watch all of my programs. Um, it's okay. where we get our sports. It's get where we get everything. Everything comes through Hulu. It's our default. So Hulu is my ride or die, steady for now, baby. You know, my baby friend. Enemy, this one gets a little trickier. Um, I'm going to go enemy is Prime because I don't watch a ton of stuff on Prime, but I have made purchases on Prime because I know that I'm always going to have Prime and I can always find it because I've purchased things on like Apple TV before and then they disappear. I can't find them. It's like, I'm like, what is going on? Prime, I always know that I can find the show, like the movies that I've purchased for my kids to watch after they've run their course. Frosty the Snowman, Trolls, things like this, you know? Uh Um, And then I'm going to block Netflix and here is why. I do use Netflix. I tried to get rid of Netflix. Robbie, my two and a half year old, reactivated Netflix. And now I'm using it again because I'm just like, well, it's back. But when I try and stream about like one in every three streams on Netflix, for whatever reason in our house, it pauses and closes out. And it's the most, uh, the most frustrating thing in the entire world. And I would rather just block that negative energy. I have a theory on that. Okay. I think it's Hulu. I think Hulu's coming for Netflix. <laughs> from inside the TV? From inside the TV. 100%. Hulu you think like- my bestie, my TV bestie Hulu is yes. coming for Netflix to stop yes. me from watching a show on Netflix? Yes. 1,000%. It got jealous. It wow. got jealous. I can't have that kind of friendship. I'm going to have to switch this all around. This is a very bold friend to be block. I, I respect it. 
I honor it. And so I, I thank you for sharing. And I do hope this Hulu listens and realizes that Hulu's your friend, you know. That was cute. Thanks to all our friends and enemies for playing along. Sarah, are you ready for a fact? I'm ready for a fact. The scientific name for a brain freeze is, and I'm going to try really hard to say this, sphenopalatine ganglioneroglia. Something. I mean, my gosh, it has so many letters. This pain, though, occurs when cold hits the receptors in the outer covering of the brain called the minute. <laughs> why did I do this fact? Why am I doing a brain episode? I'm having. Why did I think we could do brains as a theme, Sarah? We are smart enough, Maggie. We could do Okay, this. let me get through it. Okay. When the cold hits the outer receptors of the brain called the meninges, it causes the arteries to dilate and contract, thus causing a headache. It's the arteries. It's, it's the, the arteries. Let me put it in arteries. terms that like, I understand. Yes. Scientific name for a brain freeze. There is one. It's super long, probably Latin. And then when it, what it is, though, is cold hits your receptors, and then it's like, wink, of your arteries. And that makes you have a headache real fast. Was that good? Was that a good fact? It was so good. You did look. I just want to applaud your perseverance. With, Thank that. you. Nevertheless, <laughs> she persevered. You know, uh, I yeah. tried to say this out loud last night, and I was like, "I got this. I'm so yeah. smart. I'm gonna do a yeah. brain episode." And then, sphenopalatine ganglioneuroglia. You know what your person did and went inside your brain and got into a conversation with somebody else and yep. completely forgot to file that away. That's it. That's it. Happens to all of us. I hate brain freezes, though. I mean, as a kid, you could, and I can see my children experience them for the first time. Oh yeah, they, the panic. Like, oh yeah, like, it's yeah. awful. It it's feels not a fun so experience. Bad. Right behind the eyes, I feel like is where yeah. it comes to, you know, yeah. or on the yeah. side, or on the temples, I guess. But I always feel like it's right behind the eyes. Just you know, blah, blah, blah. that brain. It's a vindictive little sucker isn't it it is it's so it's so fragile so smart so full of space and yet so quickly frozen Ugh. is it it, it picks and chooses i feel like what's it gonna be spicy about yes you know? yeah yeah it does that brain that brain <sighs> of ours well sarah are you ready to react yes i am okay so we know that brain freezes are caused by cold hitting the outer receptors of the brain when you drink a nice cold smoothie, how do you avoid a brain freeze? I really wish we could uh, use explicit words. <laughs> I've been waiting this entire brain episode to ask you that question. You know, I was thinking to myself, why is she moving on from this fact so quickly? Like, oh. She wanted to get me with the smoothie fact react talk about smoothies no i i know that was a joke react because i know you don't like smoothies so when you drink milkshakes how do you avoid brain freezes gosh my head is just shaking my brain right now is all my little helpers inside my brain have stopped what they're doing. They're on strike. Passive aggressively shut the drawers they're working on, and they're just tapping their toes. Like, 